Hey, friends. If you have ever been to a family gathering, the question that's always asked by aunts and uncles and second cousins and so forth is, whose son are you or whose grandson are you? And Israel was no different. Chapter 2 of 1 Chronicles lets us know that everyone wants to know who they're connected to, only the stakes are higher. Israel is not just the Foreman clan. Israel is the people of God, and they were chosen to fulfill God's salvation plan on planet Earth. So there's a plan. There's a reason. There is a legacy. And First Chronicles is helping the Jewish readers to find their story, where they fit in, where they begin and where they end for this bigger story. Now, I want you to notice that there's some details here about a few people, and some of the details are not so pretty. For example, in verse 3, it says, Ur, Judah's firstborn, was wicked in the Lord's sight, so the Lord put him to death. How? How would you like to be Ur? And that is recorded for timeless Uh, down through the ages, about your behavior. Verse 7, Achar, who brought some trouble on Israel by violating the ban on taking devoted things. Achar is the same person as Achan, who in the invasion led by Joshua uh, disobeyed the Lord. Or check it out in verse 21. Later, Hezron, when he was 60 years old, married the daughter of Maker, Maker, the father of Gilead, and he made love to her, and she bore him Segub. Sheshan had no sons in verse 34, only daughters. He had an Egyptian servant named Jehar, and Sheshan gave his daughter in marriage to his servant Jarha, and she bore him a tie. These are details that you think, wow, why would they be in, in this legacy chronology for the nation of Israel, particularly the tribe of Judah? But there you have it. It actually tells us that somebody made love to somebody, and she bore him uh, a son. So, some details that we wouldn't expect. Now, it makes me wonder as our names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life, what details might that book include about your life and mine? It's wonderful and scary to ponder. But I also want you to notice this in verse 4, there's something that's not recorded. Judah's daughter-in-law Tamar bore Perez and Zerah to Judah, and he had five sons in all. It doesn't give us anything of the intrigue of how Judah sought to be an idolater and to go into a fake prostitute uh, to have relations, and it turns out that Tamar was that person, and Tamar was actually posing only so that she could righteously have sons through Judah. Very seedy story, but notice it's erased from the Chronicles, 
And aren't you glad that God removes your sin and my sin as far as the east is from the west and that he remembers our sin no more? The final thing I want us to notice here is that each person's life story is connected to a bigger story, and that's why Chronicles is written. In this case, it's the obvious connection of mostly the tribe of Judah in chapter 2 that leads up to King David, which you and I know ultimately leads up to the son of David, who's called the Messiah. The point being is that each small life is connected to a bigger story. We're like little tradespeople in the Middle Ages that have one part as a carpenter who are building collectively a cathedral. Their focus can't simply be their job and trade. It has to be, I am bringing forth a legacy that's connected to something bigger. So here's the questions for today that I'm asking myself. How will I be remembered? What details am I living that I don't want anybody to know? Secondly, what do you want to have forgotten? And then thirdly, how are you as an individual connecting your life to a bigger tribe, a bigger story? What legacy are you living? In the New Testament, the whole New Testament family is a family tree that is established in connection with Abraham, where the sons of Abraham were the offspring of the tribe of Judah. And Jesus himself is our elder brother who has connected us to God as our father himself. So with that in mind, how we want to live our lives where we are building a legacy, our own chronicles. Father, do this work in our lives, that we might see both the importance of our lives, how we live our lives before you, but also the smallness of our lives, that they are connected to a bigger story, the story of Jesus Christ, the salvation history that you're doing in all of our lives. Do this work today in Jesus' name. Amen.